My name is Will, and this is Ascendance. Ascendance is a brand and a podcast that I'm launching really to create a frame for a conversation around human potential in the Web3 era, or to open source human potential, so to speak. And it's something that's been developing as a concept in me for the past four or five years as I've gone on my own personal and spiritual journey. And I know most people right now that know me on social media probably know me for the marketing, nightlife, music industry work I do. But I actually, I have degrees in data analytics, finance, math, and management information systems. I used to work in machine learning in the corporate world. I have a nonprofit that focuses on digital equity, which is partnered with the University of Minnesota. And so I've walked in in many different spaces, and I'm, I'm currently diving headfirst into the Web3 space and starting a couple companies in that world. So for me, in, in all of the circles that I've walked in, uh, I've observed some things that I really think need to be talked about in the world, especially by young leaders right now. And I don't see anyone driving the conversation that I think needs to be driven. And so hopefully through my perspective and, and what I'm able to bring forth through this content, through this brand, I'm, I'll be able to help at least you know one or two people unlock more of their individual potential and if i do that i'll be happy with this so to illustrate what this concept of ascendance is and where i want to go with it and why i think it's so important we need to take a step back and start with three foundational assumptions so the first assumption is that we're in the midst of a meaning crisis and what is a meaning crisis so people like jordan peterson have talked about meaning crisis basically as a way to describe the breakdown in the way that people are making sense of their environment, right? And when I was growing up, you know, my parents would watch the six o'clock news every night. They would read the newspaper. We had a, a set limited number of news sources, at least, again, looking at the West and Westernized democracies. Uh, we had a limited number of news sources that you know, gave different perspectives on events, but at least, you know, most people were in this shared narrative or shared model of reality. And then you introduce this into the world, a transition that I lived through. And that number of information sources goes from, you know, a small limited number to, well, really the number of people in the world, but at the very least, the number of people on social media, right? And then you throw in algorithmic feeds which are incentivized to monetize your attention that start to show people the information sources that are going to keep them on the platform and you start to create bubbles and and the models of reality that different people are living in start to diverge farther and farther apart right and we don't have again institutionalized religion or other institutions that you know our parents grandparents grew up with as kind of these foundations for how we perceive the world, right? And so you can see what's happening if you look at the mental health rates, especially among young people, especially among men as well, in America, Australia, many you know so-called free democratic countries, um, and and see that this meaning crisis is most certainly a real thing, right? And so that's that. So second assumption is that Web three is going to fundamentally change the world and that's either going to be a very good thing or a very bad thing right dystopia or utopia and what is web 3 so web 3 is essentially just the shift from centralized networks to decentralized networks but on a bigger more meta level than that if you look at web 2 you know the internet as we know it today web 2 was designed as a function of capitalism it was designed as 
a function of what currently existed. And so when you have a company like Facebook that puts out a good or service in the marketplace, which is what we perceived Web2 as, you know, goods and services, right? They put out this good or service that fundamentally changes human psychology, mental health, upends political systems. And they say, okay, well, we're just a company. We're just in the marketplace selling a good or service, right? This is a governance problem. And so government, you know, even though you have no idea what's going on, you handle that. And we're just going to wash our hands of that, right? Uh, the difference between Web 2 and Web 3 is that Web 3 is already coming in on the governance level. So Web 3 networks and tokenized networks are already starting to self-organize and create new forms of governance um, that actually go above and beyond the you know, business infrastructure that is in, in place, right? And so Web3 is coming in, it's operating from a level of governance, it's giving us the opportunity to rewrite the incentive structures in almost every industry, social group, etc. And so again, this is very powerful, but also something that we are going to need strong leadership driving to be used positively so it doesn't turn into a scenario where you know, a small group of VCs or Facebook S uh, type leaders take control of Web3 as well and design all these incentive structures just to make them more money, right? Not that money is a, is a bad thing. I think we're going to see more abundance of wealth in Web3, more millionaires, billionaires being made now than ever before in human history. So I'm very optimistic about that as well. And then the third assumption, and I kind of touched on this already, the third assumption is that we're in a time where we need leaders, right? First and foremost, people who are able to lead themselves, who are able to develop them of discernment and make sense of what's going on around them, at least to the extent or to the best of their ability. And then we need those leaders to participate in what's happening with Web3. And my thesis around the goal of Web3 or what the goal of Web3 should be is to unlock individual potential, right? And to do that, one, we need leaders, but we also need a frame for a shared purpose, right? So that we can collaborate to that goal uh, because we're not all going to be uniform in thought. And we don't want that necessarily, right? We don't want to go on social media and see that everyone thinks the same thing, right? We should have lots of diversity of opinions, lots of diversity of perspectives, um, but we do need kind of that shared purpose. And one more assumption, one more kind of point that I want to make is that, you know, essentially life is a series of games that we play, whether that's the game of school, the game of you know, the corporate ladder where you're doing different things to position yourself to move up or like the business game where you're, you know, creating a set of uh, tools or services or structures that create money for you or for other people or create impacts in the world. And, and these are all, you know, none of this is bad. It's just an observation. Um, but we tend to build our identity around these games or around the game that we're playing. Right. And when something like a 2020 happens and fundamentally disrupts, you know, almost every game, almost every industry, almost every area of life. And then you throw in a rate of change of technology. That's, you know, something we've never seen before in human history, how fast things are moving. Right. Uh, a lot of these games are breaking down and throwing in the three assumptions, you know, that we're in a meaning crisis. We have this revolutionary thing called Web3. 
And you know, we're, we're kind of starved for leaders. We need leaders right now. Um, it's not hard to see why you know, a lot of people are finding themselves on shaky ground. And we tend to build our identity around these games, but if we're able to take a step back and we're able to create a shared frame around what is actually meaningful, which again, at its most simplest form, I believe is really like, how do we ascend, right? How do we achieve our fucking highest potential as humans on this earth? Then I think that's a goal and that's a, that's a target that we can all orient towards. And then, you know, no matter what game we're playing, what industry we're in, what stage of life we're in, at least we know we have that shared purpose. We're all trying to ascend. We're all trying to lift ourselves up and each other up as we unlock more and more individual potential. And no matter what our specific perspectives are on different issues, we can at least collaborate towards that goal, right? So that's what ascendance is. Ascendance is a frame for understanding how to unlock individual potential or understanding how to open source human potential. And it's a place where I want to talk to leaders across you know, many different types of industries, not just Web3 and tech, but health, fitness, uh, spirituality, religion, politics. I mean, this is a place for leaders from across disciplines that have historically in the West been very disconnected to start coming together so that we can all start to build this shared understanding and figure out different ways that we can help each other ascend, help each other unlock more of our individual potential. So I'm very excited about this brand, this podcast is something that I've been thinking about for a long, long time and feel is, is long overdue for me to bring into the world. So ascendance.